All right. Welcome back. Episode two of the Sooner Zone podcast. I'm Jefferson Simmons with the Sooner Zone on Instagram and Twitter. Here with Cole Thompson, Sooner's insider on Twitter. Cole, we're starting to finally get some Twitter following. You guys are awesome. Yeah. I'm enjoying interacting with everybody on there. It's been a good time. It's exciting. Twitter, man, ever since... Ever since we've had the beginning of the coaching search and coaching change, I think my screen time would be disgusting if <laughs> I just could see how much time I spent on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. I texted you the other day. I was like, I think I spent the whole day on Twitter today. <laughs> just so many cool things happening. And uh, I really, you know, it's hard to stay. It's hard to stay off of it and focus on what I'm supposed to be doing in a day. Yeah. Well, it's fun to to see and get to interact with some of the recruits, some of the current players, and then other personalities around Sooner Nation. It's been fun. I've been really enjoying getting on uh, Travis's spaces at night and hearing what people have to say. And that's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I missed his one the other night. I was, I really wanted to get on it, but uh, with Kobe McKenzie, but I didn't ever make it to it. Yeah. I heard I missed it as well, but I was looking at people's tweets afterwards, and it looked like Kobe hopped on, Latrell hopped on, and Gentry Williams was on, and maybe some other guys that I missed, but that's what I saw so far. Yeah. Well, I guess with that being said, uh, speaking of some of those guys, we had our early signing day just the other day. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want to run through the list of guys that we got so far, and I'm, I think that... And overall, it was a really good day. We wound up top 10 in the early signings, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were we just dropped like a rock. And for the new staff to come in after one week and secure the guys that they secured, get Kobe flipped back, I mean, it was huge. So, yeah, we got, yeah. Uh, so we got four-star Gavin Sachuk. He was, you know, solid all the way through. He signed up. Kobe's back. We got uh, Jaden Gibson along with uh, Nick Evers, you know, that both were Florida commits and came back. Those are both four-star guys, offensive guys. Um, Jake Taylor and Jacob Sexton, both on the offensive line. Nick Anderson, Rodney Anderson's little brother. We got Kip Lewis, Robert Spears Jennings. Uh, his mom actually sent me a nice DM in, in the Instagram DMs. Just saying how excited their family is to be part of Sooner Nation. So, That's awesome. Robert, shout out to your grandma. She's awesome. Caden <laughs> uh, Helms was, the, I believe, like the first recruit OU signed out of Nebraska, maybe since the 70s or something. I think I saw that. <laughs> Jaden Rowe out of Tulsa. Always like getting the in-state guys. Yeah. Four-star corner. Uh, the tight end. I can never say his last name. Jason, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to skip it. Um, but yeah, Llewellyn. it's nice to have. We got two six five tight ends in this class. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then Cedric Roberts and Alton Tarber. And so uh, Gentry Williams, you know, another in-state guy. Didn't put pen to paper yet, but, you know, he's still he's still solid. Hard commit. I think he's just, you know, kind of waiting to see how everything plays out. And we talked about that a little bit in the last episode. Just, yeah. heck, why not? I mean, with all the change going on right now, you know, just do what's best for yourself and uh, see how everything plays out before you uh, 
make a knee jerk decision. So. Yeah. No, I think it's very mature at that young of an age to take the time and really figure out where you want to go. Yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, I mean, I think we got 15 commits. You know, I, I don't know how many is normally in a class, maybe between 20 and 25. So that still leaves us a little bit of room for the regular signing day. Uh, mm-hmm. Who are a couple guys that you hope we see get added to the class? Uh, you know, one that I'm still watching pretty closely is the the kid from Hayes, Kansas, Jaron Canick. He's the number one yep. player in Kansas. Uh, he was signed. He, he, he's verbally committed to go to um, Clemson. He was there. He, I think he was pretty excited to go play with Venables, and then Venables left. I've been tracking him pretty mm-hmm. closely. He hasn't mentioned anything really about Clemson since Venables left. Uh, yeah, I do. I I don't know. I'm in a sec. I'm, I'm really still thinking that he's going to come to Oklahoma. Uh, you know, as you know, I've been trying to do some digging on that to see. Uh, yeah. Trying to reach out to mutual friends that him and I have. I'm like, is he coming to Oklahoma? And they won't budge. But they said that he. Yeah. It's not. They said. It's unlikely that he's, I don't know, you know, I think that he's probably going to go to Oklahoma, but they won't say for sure. Yeah, well, that's respectable, you know, even if we found something out, you never want to steal a kid's moment, but I I also, you know, believe that he's going to be at OU, and if we found that out, we wouldn't say anything, but uh, yeah, he would be someone that would be very, very exciting to add to the class, and I think there's just some unique intangibles with Brent and Dabo's relationship that is probably the only reason that flip hasn't happened, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I think so, too. Yeah, I'm wondering if there just hasn't really been much communication between Venables and Canick right now. But, you know, he's just so fast, so strong. I think he would really fit well on the defense uh, that Venables is probably going to try to run, being more aggressive, yeah. usually. And then... Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of other uh, pending people on out there that I'm still looking at. Um, hopefully, us getting. Um, yeah, you told me some I of those do. IMG guys landed at what Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama. Right. Did I get yeah. that right? No, uh, Michigan, Georgia, and Bama. Oh yeah, okay. Michigan, Georgia, and Bama. Yeah. So kind of missed on those. I do kind of think that. It's looking like Ennis maybe might recommit. Ooh, uh, that the, would be big. five-star receiver. I think that that yeah. would be awesome. Uh, coming in with yeah, Mario Williams, huge. Marvin Mims. I, I would love to get him in here. Yeah, so. and I kind of I kind of forgot about him, and I just assumed he was probably headed out west to play in Lincoln Riley's system. But Yeah, I checked huge. this crystal ball today. I do believe he's crystal ball to Oklahoma again. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that would be huge. Yeah, it's uh, so we know we got at least four silent commits because of Kobe's locks. I, I yeah. love the transition. The The transition to the locks versus the eye emoji is complete after we were seeing the LOLs and the locks. Yeah, the um, lock. That was pretty fun. I kept just refreshing my Twitter over and over again that day. But, I was uh, like, oh, I just want to know what it is. But... Yeah. Yep. I that that just creates. I think that's such a culture build. You know, those guys, young guys, are in there having fun. Uh, yep. You know, the outside looking in. That's got to be something attractive. Like, oh, that would be really fun to be with those guys. 
Um, you know, I, I saw a quote the other day that said, bad teams have no leaders, good teams the coaches lead, and the great teams, championship teams the players lead. So yeah, uh, I think that just being able to have some of these players coming in right away and just building their own little culture inside of the program is so fun. Well, yeah, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I, was, I said that's just a huge additional factor besides Kobe's on-field abilities is if you come in and solidify yourself as, in a leadership role in the class and help recruit, I mean, that just puts you leaps and bounds ahead when you right. actually get on campus. And we saw that with Caleb, Caleb. Williams. Yeah. Um, you know, during COVID and they had all the recruiting restrictions, he and his dad put together that Sooner Summit. And, I mean, those guys did a lot of the recruiting. And that's what you love to see from one of your star players. And when you already had that relationship bringing guys in, like when you saw him come in during the Texas game, how seamless it was and how much chemistry, you know, there already was around that player. That was pretty cool to see. And so hopefully, you know, that will continue on with Kobe and the, and the defense next year. But it seems like whenever teams are, you know, struggling or whatever, it's a common theme where it comes back to, uh, man, we got leadership issues. And I kept hearing a lot of that this year as well. And if you, could solidify having a couple key guys on both sides of the ball. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I, uh, going back to some of the LOL speculation, you and I kind of messaged back and forth about this a little bit. This Zachariah branch announces his five-star receiver on December 24th. He's going to be announcing his and I, you know, he's got USC in his final four. He's got OU. And we're like, you know, is that the LOL? Cause we're going to, be taking offensive players that maybe um, Lincoln Riley thought he was going to get out there. But I yep. know. It's still well, cool to be I'm, even in I'm interested to see guys. how that plays out because Kobe's first LOL tweet that I saw, maybe he's had something before this, but the first one I saw was that weekend that he was still committed to Texas, but he was in Norman on a visit with Brent Venables. And I read <laughs> that as LOL – you know, this is crazy. Am I going to come back? Like, you know, the situation just seemed crazy. And so then when he said, LOL, I'm like, okay, is that going to be the new thing for flips? Because cause we kind of got locks for commits. So is, are the LOLs flips? And uh, I don't know, time will tell on that. But that was kind of what I was maybe speculating. What were your thoughts there? Yeah, no, I think that that would be a good speculation. There was another, uh, I was looking at the crystal balls again today. I can't remember his name. I think he was a safety from, who's committed to Texas right now, but they got him as a soft uh, crystal ball to Oklahoma right now. So it's another one that I was like, you know, yeah. the LOL, Texas to Oklahoma yeah. flip. So it's funny you mentioned that. I think that. As much as I want to win the recruiting battles between us and USC now, the flipping flipping recruits from Texas is still the most satisfying (laughs) of them all. That's awesome. If any recruits are out there listening, you got to know that Texas is where great players go to be average. (laughs) All those five stars go to die there. No one does less with more than Texas. Yeah, That's what, uh, just seeing these young guys do this stuff here, 
Uh, it reminded me of what Brees Hall said about a five-star five star culture. Like, you know, what a great – I think Oklahoma's got a really good place where you can have both, five-star players yeah. and a five-star culture. So, yep. and great, as we saw, great programs don't die. You know, as bad as it was three weeks ago, it turned around pretty quick. You know, now we have the top 10 um, recruiting class coming in with a few really good coaches on the way too, so. Man, I'm I'm very excited about the coaching staff. It's just, you know, I was not, like, I wasn't putting up with any of the stuff from the fan base this year. Like, I understand that the team was struggling, and now we kind of maybe have a glimpse behind the curtain as to why. But everyone, you know, just screaming that Riley needed to quit calling plays and hire an OC, and, you know, people calling for Alex Grinch's head. And... I'm like, okay, if you would have looked back there and said, hey, Riley does need to hire an offensive coordinator finally and just focus on being the head coach, who would you want for an offensive coordinator? And I mean, everyone would have been thrilled to have Levy. And yeah. if you're like, okay, we don't like Grinch's defense. If we could go pick one guy to run the defense, who would you pick? I think everyone would be thrilled to have Brent Venables. Brent Venables, yeah. And now you got both those guys and I mean, Venable's leadership, obviously in the head coaching position, it's, it's going to be sweet. I, uh, I wish that, you know, they could have had even more time because it could potentially be a top five class. If you keep a couple of those guys like Dindy and, uh, yeah. you know, if, if Ennis wouldn't come back or, you know, and even the 23 guys, but they're going to be fine. And, uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited about the new staff. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, you mentioned Dindy. That's another one that when they were saying LOL, I was like, hopefully it's him. You can get him back. Yeah, but, I uh, I hope so. I mean, A&M's got the number one class right now. They have like 27 commits. Let me see. I, I think they're like on pace to set the all-time record for the greatest recruiting class. And you know they got big big bag men down there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I saw that Jimbo quote the other day. He goes, hey, NIL deals have been going on for a long time before it was legal. <laughs> Just no one ever talked about them. And you know that those guys down at A&M and Texas, I mean, and I'm sure OU is doing it as well, but A&M being what the most valuable program there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could see that. Yeah, A&M's got a pretty cool college town, so. Yeah. A lot of hype there too. Be a fun fun place to be a student. Anyway. Uh so as far as any other prospects that you'd be excited about uh, landing in February or before February? Yeah, I mean I, I just want to make sure, you know, we see uh Gentry Williams get locked in. I'm excited about him. Uh we want to see Javante Barnes get signed. I know that I w- I was a little bit nervous about USC there. Uh, around Sooner Nation, it seems like there's a lot of confidence there in his relationship with DeMarco. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of watching to see what happens with Kennedy. And if he's coming back, from what I've seen, it doesn't look like he's going to. Have you seen anything different or seen the same thing? Yeah, I haven't seen any anything otherwise. No. Yeah. But it, it's been... And, uh, yeah, as we, we've kind of mentioned already, just with these coaches coming in, how much respect their previous schools have had for them and then already 
seeming to gain a lot of respect from our players, uh, a lot of buy-in, a lot of excitement in the program. It's just so, so refreshing, so quick, you know, it's yeah. just like, a, it feels like, you know, even the fan base came together. It feels like Oklahoma is now stronger than it was ever. Oh yeah. Well, that's what's, that's what's been so fun about being on Twitter. It just feels like the fan base is so rejuvenated and so together and, uh, no, it's it's very exciting, and uh, come come draft day, I'm going to be cheering for Matt Corral to be the first quarterback off the board. That'll be mm-hmm. big for Lebby's recruiting of quarterbacks moving forward. Um, and then, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about all that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I uh, one of the recruits that we signed that yeah, you'd mentioned uh, Sachuk. Yeah. Coming from Valor Christian, that's uh, the old Christian McCaffrey High School. You know, that, that's oh, obviously yeah. a com- completely different gene pool, but iron sharpens iron. And when you have, yeah. when you're comparing yourself and probably being compared to Christian McCaffrey all the time, I'm sure that's uh, pretty motivating yeah. and probably, probably, I hope, I have high expectations for him. Yeah. No, that's going to be, that's going to be fun to watch him. And uh, regardless of what Kennedy ends up doing, we should have a very deep running back room. And yeah, I mean, that would make sense if he would leave just because he was getting almost every single carry this year. Doesn't mean that's going to be the case moving forward. You alluded to on the last episode, how good Levy is about, you know, making sure all the skill players are getting touches on his offense. And I expect to see a lot of Eric Gray, in the receiving game out of the backfield, um, a lot of Marcus Major on third and short goal line situations that, mm-hmm. you know, those guys just weren't utilized in those roles this year when I think all of Sooner Nation would agree that they probably should have been. <laughs> you know, Kennedy's Kennedy's usage could go down next year. And so I don't know if his draft stock has much room to gain. Yeah. Well, and he, he finished the year pretty strong, I felt like. so. And maybe if yeah. he, he did not opt out of the bowl game. Uh, yep. So said it wasn't even a thought that crossed his mind. Hopefully it's just really something that he's going to try to use to obviously improve his draft stock. Yep. And uh, and he's he's got some great tape from the Texas game. And, uh, yeah. He had, he, had some, he had some powerful runs this year. Yeah. I hope he goes for 200 yards against Oregon. That would be – That'd be huge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. If we could if we could establish a really strong run game with the how depleted our defense is gonna be and you know, try to keep long, sustained drives and win time of possession on that game, I think it would be huge in their pursuit to win that one. So Yeah. Yeah, speaking of I guess that game, the the bowl game updates, um, as far as players that are going to be out for, uh, looks like both teams, we have, you know, Nick Benito being out, Perrion Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, and Brian Osamoa, some really key defensive players, like you mentioned, yeah. being, being out of this one. Yeah, it's like half half the defensive starters, and, you know, A King lot of Kelly's obviously out with his season-ending injury, we're going to see a lot of the young guys. But, you know, a lot of those guys got rotated through, and uh, 
you know, they're just going to have a lot of meaningful snaps in this game where they were probably used to coming in and, you know, getting thrown in for a drive here or there. They're, they're going to be playing most of the game. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, I guess when you're watching that game, it might become a little frustrating if things aren't going too well. But, yeah, I mean, looking at the future, that's just such invaluable experience. Like, you can't put a price tag oh, yeah. on how valuable it is. Well, and there's there's nothing, I mean, this game doesn't matter. And so it's yeah. a it's yeah. a fun way for them to get out, have meaningful reps against a you know a good team, and carry that into next year. Hopefully, have some momentum. Right. Hey, and while we're on that game, let's talk about a few uh, keys to other keys to success. I know I I touched on you know, trying to win time of possession, but mm-hmm. uh, with with the depleted resources we have. What are a few things that you think they need to do well in order to win that game? Yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, obviously we have some depleted resources, but they do as well. Uh, They had a starting corner uh, who entered the transfer portal, so he can't play. And then their good uh, starting corner, Mikel Wright, he's declared for the NFL draft. So both of their starting corners are out. And as far as I know, you know, Caleb will be in there. Weiss can play. Yep. Um, Mario Williams and Marvin Mims. I do think that, you know, those are really, really good receivers. And yeah. Which will be going up against what would be their backup corners now. Um, yep. So I do think that establishing the run game uh, could be good for allowing our defense some time to just collect and learn. Um, yeah. But I hope that we're going to have some, some matchup nightmares for them. Yeah, and they also lost their all-American, unanimous all-American edge rusher, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep, maybe and, the, maybe the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, that dude is good. So, so they're a little depleted as well. They also have a starting wide receiver that um, declared for the NFL draft too. So, and opted out of the mm-hmm. game. So, you know, I guess it's it's probably going to be a little frustrating for both teams. I do see. Uh, with what Oklahoma has left and what they potentially have left, I don't know what their backup situation like is like in Oregon. Um, yeah, but I I do think that we'll be able to capitalize on a lot of our um, from a lot of our skill positions being so good. Well, that's what I mean. If if Caleb can, you know, get a few of his QB runs going in the run game, if Kennedy's having a good day on on the ground, then you know every now and then you let Mims and Williams turn the burners on and cook those backup corners. It could yeah. be a couple yeah. of explosive plays in that game. Yeah, but I agree. On, as far as bull talk, uh, what do you think about, let's start with the playoff teams. Who's going to win those? You know, it's harder for me to, <laughs> I, as the underdog side of me once, I would love for Cincinnati to make a little run in there, but I yeah. just don't see it happening. I really think Alabama is going to, Probably run them, and then that's their matchup, right? Just make sure. Yep. Alabama, Cincinnati, and, and then Michigan, Georgia. Right. And, you know, I didn't really think anyone would beat Georgia this year, but yeah. then Bama kind of ran them out in the SEC championship game. Yep. And I watched, I watched Michigan play Ohio State, and they looked really good. They were running the ball like crazy yep. they were passing 
really good uh, throwing decisions by their quarterback. And then they had, you know, Aiden Hutchison off the side rushing. He yep. had, I don't even remember how many pressures that game, like 15 quarterback pressures or whatever against Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I think Michigan's going to be tough. I do. I do think it's probably going to be Georgia and Alabama as much as I really don't want to see them match up again. Uh, yeah. I do think that's who it's going to be. And I'm going to go ahead. I think Georgia's going to get them this time. Really? Georgia's okay. going to win it all. Yep. Yeah. I have I have a different different prediction. All right, let's hear it. So if, if it would have been Cincinnati-Bama six weeks ago, I would have picked mm-hmm. Cincinnati. I mean, when I saw Alabama, you know, make it by, I mean, splitting hairs to get past uh, LSU, and then obviously the Iron Bowl, I cannot believe they ended up winning that game. I think I had already <laughs> tweeted, you know, how far will Bama drop before Bryce Young <laughs> went 99 yards? But um, I, Bama's getting hot at the right time. They always rise right. to the occasion. I'm with you on that one. I think Bama makes it to the championship. On the other game, I think Michigan and Georgia are closer than than people think. And having an right. incredible offensive line and being able to run the ball, if they can do that again like they did against Ohio State, I mean, you can just they could have they could have ran the ball every single time, and when yeah. you have to commit extra resources to stopping the run, it, it does just open up so much that they could right. you know, drop one over the top, and there's not as much guy not as many guys in the secondary, and uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go with Michigan on that one, and then I think yeah, Bama's they just always get hot at the right time. I think Bama's gonna win it all. Yeah, I think Saban's going to have them ready to go. Yeah. Bryce Young, he's a real deal, man. So, he that's, is. I've that's seen a lot pick. of. I've seen a lot of people. You know, it's so hard to, when they're young, be like, oh, this is the next Tom Brady. But sure. I've, I've heard a lot of with uh, Bryce Young that this is the next Patrick Mahomes. And I saw some of the passes he was making, like, say, in the Iron Bowl, that, that last yeah. touchdown in regulation. That's just. You know, for a freshman in college, that pass took some, yeah. some stones, man. And that was awesome. Well, I'm I'm with you. You know, I saw some people saying, okay, is Bryce Young big enough to play in the NFL? I'm like, okay, let's not forget that he's a freshman. And then yeah. if, if Baker Mayfield didn't put those, you know, height questions to bed, Kyler surely did as <laughs> he opened up, you know, the first several weeks as the MVP front runner at five ten, but uh, no, I think I think he's definitely got what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. And uh, man, oh, you recruited him hard. I wish we would have got him, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, well, I think we we're still doing well at the quarterback spot, fortunately. Yep. But yeah, I think that once you get to a certain level, uh, those people just start have to, having to critique. Basically anything like, oh, like yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's hands are only nine inches long. And he's not right. good. And it's right like after he put together the greatest season by quarterback in the history of college football. Yeah, I think they're just trying. They just try to find anything that maybe this isn't the guy because of this. And right. Yeah, I think yeah. that Bryce Young's gonna be fine. He's a he's definitely a 
hard competitor, very athletic, very talented, seems to be pretty confident as well. So all those things can go a long ways. All right. Well, what do we got next? Um, I think we have a little sneak peek on what we're going to be, where we're going to be headed with the podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, I threw up, you know, on the, before the first episode, threw up some questions on what people like to hear on the podcast, and we kind of went through a few answers like that. I would like to, you know, keep doing that so that way yeah. people who are lo- listening loyally, uh, we can try to maintain a little bit of interaction and answer those yeah. questions. But uh, mm-hmm. you want to talk about a little bit what we're hoping with some guests? Yeah. You know, we're going to try to keep this as engaging, like you had mentioned, with the fans. But we'd also like to, uh, where this is hopefully going to be heading for us, be pretty engaging with some of the players as well. I'm going to be trying to bring on some of those guys as guests and interview them, kind of pick their brain a little bit and get to know more about them. And I think that that could be very fun for us, fun for listeners, and hopefully fun for the athletes as well. So uh, hopefully here over the next couple of weeks, getting a pretty good list of those guys and then um, making a schedule out of that and sending that schedule out in a, uh, in a graphic over Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, Ben, we got you on Twitter the other day. You had a pretty good tweet go out with your, uh, your giveaway coming up. You had oh, kind yeah. of alluded to that. Um, I don't know if you wanted to mention kind of how that was going to maybe going to play out for people. Yeah. So I had a few different things. I wanted people to just give a little bit of response. You know, I was, I had a pair of J's, I had a pair of cleats and I had a helmet. Um, and I was like, Hey, that first giveaway was a major success. We ended up giving two pairs of cleats out and that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was like, Hey, if we do another one, what, what would everyone like? And I kind of expected the helmet to be the, yeah, know, me too. Top thing because that's probably the most valuable. But everyone just loves those Jordan cleats, man. That's why I, I just kept getting DMs like, "How do I get these? How do I get these?" And so, <laughs> what my plan is, you know, I'm obviously going to the Alamo Bowl. I'm going to take them with me and try to get them signed. If uh, anyone who's listening has any suggestions on who I should target to try to get them signed, uh, I would definitely take that into consideration. I was thinking. Player-wise, either, you know, Caleb Kelly is a favorite. Everyone loves Danny Stutzman. Um, both those guys would be great. Yeah. Uh, I would, you know, if Stoops signed him, Coach Venable signed him, that would be cool. And, uh, but yeah, when I get back, I'd like to do another giveaway, and we will announce that one here on this show. So make sure if you enter on Twitter, you're tuning in to our shows, and, those will be announced on here and you can DM me to claim those. Yeah. I like it. Did you ever like go through and calculate or uh, add up how many votes were on each of those items? Did the, no, the helmet win? I didn't. I didn't. Cause I was, I was getting a lot of responses on Twitter, but then I took a screenshot of my tweet and I put it on my Instagram story and right. I got a lot more on that. Cause the Instagram following is a lot more than my Twitter. And, uh, okay. It just it was pretty overwhelming for the cleats, especially on Instagram. So, but yeah, yeah, 
that uh, that'll be fun. And that was one thing when I when I got those. I think I have three pairs left, and so I'll probably do another one, maybe around the spring game, and uh, maybe one at the beginning of next season. But that's kind of what I wanted to do that for. And I don't know. I when I was younger, one of the players threw me a pair of gloves after one of the games, and that was so cool to have a piece of Sooner memorabilia in my room. Yeah. So if yeah. if there's some fans out there that I could give something to, I think that'd be cool. I think that all of those items that you posted would look pretty sweet in someone's man cave or on someone's feet. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they are uh, definitely skill player sized. I think they're nine and a half. So, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, this is going to be our first episode that goes up hopefully on YouTube as long as all this video downloaded correctly. This is our first run at it. And so if you're listening, subscribe on YouTube. That's going to be probably the best viewing experience, especially when we bring on recruits and players, you know, to get kind of a look behind the curtain at their lives and get to, you know, see them face to face. I did get some new podcast art back today i was going to show you this this is going to be our new uh cover art on spotify and apple podcasts so that was michael gilly with gilly edits shout out to him i was he's my favorite artist on instagram and he's done a few things for me before but people are going to get some good work he's going to people are going to give me crap about that picture because that's actually malachi nelson who flipped to usc but the the picture was so dope. I just rolled with it anyways. So that <laughs> uh, looks good. But, you yeah, if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, hop over to YouTube so you can see what I'm showing Cole. But yeah, that's a yeah. On picture. that note, um, you know, we want to continue to grow and be, you know, reaching a lot of Sooner fans. Sooner Nation is so awesome all together. So if you are listening, it'd be awesome if you guys. You know, hit subscribe or follow whatever platform you're on so that we don't miss any of our episodes, don't miss any of these, hopefully, guests that we have coming up and uh, giveaway results. So, yeah, no, and the more we grow, the more cool things that we can do with it. So, it'll be definitely, fun. it'll be fun to see where it all goes for us. So, anyway, so, I, I think I'm right now, over a half hour. Should we, should we yeah. check out? There wasn't there wasn't that much for us to cover this this week. Um, we'll probably do a, an Alamo Bowl preview right after Christmas. Um, maybe from my hotel room, I'll call you there. But okay. I'll tell you if I got to see anyone or got anything signed uh, for our giveaway. But yeah, I'm excited for you to be down there. I hope you have a really cool experience, and I'm excited to hear more about that. No, that'll all be good. But all right. Let's wrap this thing up. Until next time, follow us at Sooners Insider on Twitter or The Sooner Zone on Twitter and Instagram. Send us a DM if uh, we annoyed the heck out of you or if you like the show or anything. Any comments are very much appreciated as we're just getting this thing rolling. But episode two, Cole? Two. We out. We out.